1: It's Wednesday, it is May 29th, it's 2019, and we have four early games and nine games on the main slate. We're going to talk about both these slates, joined by my good buddy, Bobby Fye. How are you doing, Bobby?
0: Doing good, man. Happy to be here with you, Uh, getting ready for an early day for me, because, you know, we got the small slate in the morning, and I got some things to do, so I'm like, it's going to be a short night, but ready for it, ready to get back on it after uh, not, not having a great last few days of DFS, but pretty much where I'm at. How about you?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm making currently making money on FanDuel because I play Dietrich. Um, but getting crushed on DraftKings because I let the weather dictate me playing Marco Gonzalez or Dylan Bundy and Cash and that's just it's yeah, the weather weather kind of torched me a little bit today and like, you know, you always trust Roth and he does such a great job and like I just I got scared to play Bundy and Cash because there could have been potentially been some delays and it's just, yeah. you know, one of those things. So, it was just, you know, Ready for the next slate like you. Um, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It is fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the rotor gunners links. If you have not already, that way you get three months of rotor gunners premium for free for fantasy draft. Plus you will get any cool promos that we run with fantasy draft. So if you haven't checked them out, uh, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. Uh, we get started on this early slate with Pittsburgh at Cincinnati, Steven Brault against Anthony Descafani. Um, any interest here in Steven Brault? Uh, no. Yeah, not very good. Um, <laughs> he struggles against lefties. He struggles against righties. Uh, just has not pitched well this season. Low strikeout weight, high walk rate. So I'm going to pass as well. Anthony Descalfani, you know, he's a he's guy that, like, always depends on the lineup, right? Like, really solid against righties, struggles against lefties. Too many lefties in this lineup for me, Bobby.
0: Yeah, it worries me, but, like, it's a small slate. I like the price. I think there's upside here. Like, I actually think that he's more in play than, you know, we would think. Like, he had some tough matchups. Like, you know, we had, he was at the Cubs in a windy game and uh, that was going the wrong way. Uh, he had the Dodgers. You know, like, this, he's had some tough matchups, so sort of taking him down. He was really cruising there for a while. Um, he had You know, even the game against the Giants, it was a back-to-back matchup, which I always feel like is – you know, a, a disadvantage to the pitcher. I, I just feel like he's a better pitcher than this. I think on a small slate, I'll definitely take some shots with him. I'm not sure where I'd rank him in terms of pitchers yet. I'm still sort of figuring that out, but I think he's probably number right around number three for me, three or four.
1: Yeah. And you know, there's just, there's not a lot of options on this early slate. It's going to be a lot about the hitting and not the pitching here. So, you know, yeah. obviously it's just going to be about getting the bats that you want. So let's talk about the bats here on the Pittsburgh side of things. What are we looking at here on the Pittsburgh bats?
0: Uh, I think that it's, you know, like Josh Bell has been crazy. I actually like Brian Reynolds a little bit. Um, doesn't get played quite enough. That's sort of where I'm going. I'm not really, it's, I feel like I should be more interested in this game. What did you, did you say there was a total on this? Uh, not yet. I didn't see one yet either. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious cause it does, it is going to be really warm. So I probably, you know, like, I just hate these pinch hitting things like with guys like Moran, even though he's got power, um the price on other guys polanco is heating up i guess i could take a shot there i think for me but though mostly i'm looking at reynolds guys like the other guys tend to be too high owned for me on these small slates and like i said i sort of am siding more with these calfani
1: yeah i don't mind the lefties uh fraser polanco bell reynolds moran um you know even tucker if i need to punt shortstop but yeah it, it would be the lefties for me um all those lefties kind of stand out polanco's price has gone up. Uh, really all these guys' prices have gone up. Josh Bell, you know, one of the highest price hitters on the slate. Um, So, or he is the highest price hitter on the slate. So like, you're obviously you're paying up for Josh Bell, but he's certainly been worth it uh, this season. He's just absolutely crushing the baseball. So um, the Cincinnati side of things here, Steven Um, uh, you know, Senzel and Suarez have been really good against left-handed pitching this season. What do you like here on Cincy?
0: Uh, I actually really like uh, I like those guys. Um, I, Senzel Suarez Suarez is a monster against lefties. He's has been. I just I love Senzel. I believe in this kid. I think that we're still. I don't know what we're getting a discount today or anything, but like in general, I just feel like he's. I don't think he's like quite. He doesn't get talked about the same way that you know guys like Acuna did right away. But he's gonna. He's not gonna be that good. But he'll. he'll he's right up. He, he's got a great future out of him, but mostly I'm, I'm going with, uh, with those guys. I know you hate Vado, but I don't mind on a small slate playing him. Um, I think he's going to, you know, he's much better than he's been. He's sort of hit, been hitting the ball better too. Uh, I also don't mind Iglesias at shortstop. I don't mind like a mini stack here or even a full stack um, even down to Peraza. Uh, I think I would have it in all these guys. And then I like Casale's, uh power upside, assuming that he's in the lineup and I don't even mind Barnard if he's not. So, I guess I sort of have interest in all the Reds, and I think I am i definitely have interest in stacking them. I'm trying to decide if they're my favorite. Um, I think they're right. They're probably number two for me.
1: Yeah, you know, obviously a really good spot. You know, you, you, know, you can look at some of the lefties here. I actually played Votto on Monday um, as much as I hate playing him. Uh, it was just a really good spot. So uh, don't think I'll play Votto today, but I can understand why he has hitting the ball better. It's just – Man, you see him and he just chokes up way too much and it's just so annoying.
0: And they've got to let Dietrich play. Like, right? Like, this is getting ridiculous. So actually, let's forget what I was saying about the lineup because there's no way they're not letting this guy play. Come on. Like, it's getting ridiculous. He's He's got 17 home runs and like 140 at bats. Like, <laughs> maybe he should yeah, be playing every day. Hey, come on, man. Like, I don't care about lefties. Let him figure it out while he goes. Like, who cares? Just keep him in the lineup.
1: San Diego at New York, Chris Paddock, James Paxton. Um, any interest here in Paddock? I'm assuming that he's okay.
0: Assuming he's okay, which I, I think I'm assuming that he is. Um, it's a little worrisome. It's a small slate. So I think these are your your top pitchers, uh, well, along with one other guy who I like. Uh, but I, I think these are my, my top guys. I think I'd give the edge to Paxton, but I definitely have some interest in Paddock. I'm not as terrified of this Yankees lineup. I know there's power upside, but there's also K's in there, and Paddock can strike out anybody. So I actually sort of like him here. Do you think?
1: Do you think like he is gonna get like? Is this spot too big for a rookie? Like going into Yankee Stadium? You know, I don't know if there's any. He's not normal.
0: He's not a normal rookie.
1: Yeah,
0: I Um, I guess that's true. I I, I I want to play him.
1: I'm just looking for a reason not to play him too. So
0: (laughs) my biggest reason for disliking him here, which actually sounds like a funny one, is I actually think he's a guy who profiles to just dominate like lefties forever and some of these power righties i think can actually get to him because that change up he throws i think is actually it's so hard to hit either way but like i think it's a little bit <laughs> easier for righties to hit actually um and when that thing is going though it's it's actually hard for anybody but I, it really does seem to give lefties a hard time um i don't know i'm I, I i like i like paddock i like paxton i think i'm giving the edge to paxton but i don't mind both of them and I think that there's some ways, you know, we might get some surprise lineups and stuff for some of these day games. Um, So, you know, you might be able to find some extra value depending on how they come out. But, uh, yeah, definitely. These are my one and two uh, pitchers. I just I just am going to keep betting on the talent of Paddock and not worry about restrictions or whether he's fine. Like unless I actually hear like a firm, you know, 75 pitch count or something like that.
1: Yeah, like I think Paxton's the best fate on the slate um Mm -hmm. he's only he's only expected to throw 60 to
0: 75 pitches um i actually didn't realize he was only expected to throw that many yeah
1: so that came out um as soon as they announced that he was going to start like um they said it so i think he's a good fade he's one of the highest priced pitchers on the slate um i I think he's a fade for me so like limits our pitching options even more and it goes back to what we were talking about or what you were talking about with anthony descafani but yeah, I just for me Paxton, um, the pitch count is what's going to just scare me off of him. If he was getting his normal workload, I think he would be the uh, number one.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize. I honestly just somehow totally missed that information. Yeah, I don't. I don't even think I can play him. Maybe on this small slate, but I hate. I hate that stuff. Like if I do get that on um, this, you know, this price range, just you can't do it. Um, any interest in the Padres bets? I think you could play Machado. Um, with the pitch count, actually, I sort of think it makes everyone more in play. You've got a cheap Kinsler, which is kind of interesting, um, so I don't mind him either. Uh, Hosmer's heating up, by the way, and then Will Myers also is. Uh, I actually kind of think these guys might be a little bit sneaky. They have a really good bullpen, obviously. I think you – know, I mean, it depends, though. Like, if they jump out and they get – you know, they score – if they're up 5 nothing after 5, you, you're not getting the best of that bullpen, too, and you get four more – I'm talking myself into it a little bit with all these guys. I think, obviously, Renfro, I forgot to mention as well. But I think I would rank it uh, Machado, Kinsler, Renfro, Myers. But I think they're all interesting. I don't think I would fully stack it, but I don't mind, like, a two-man or a three-man.
1: Yeah, plus it's a day game in New York. Like, the ball should be, you know, coming off the bat pretty well. So I, I don't mind Machado, Renfro, Reyes, Myers. I don't know if I'd stack them, but, you know, ending up on one of those guys does not, like, scare me as much as it usually does. Um, as far as the Yankees go, like if I'm not playing Paddock on this slate, he's going to be extremely popular just because of the pitching options. Like I can certainly get behind stacking the Yankees here as like a, well, I guess like a hedge stack, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. high,
0: high leverage spot. High leverage. Yeah. I think that actually is kind of interesting because yeah, with that, I mean, there's not a lot of options here and these a good. Yeah. I mean, it's just, they're expensive and you have to figure out a way. I guess you have to play discounting. Yeah, but Bobby if you're not and, playing
1: Paxton and, or 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 Paddock, like you'll be able to fit in whatever stack you want. Yeah,
0: that's so. true. You don't play either of them. So I guess that's true. Um Yeah, yeah, I guess that's kind of interesting. I didn't really think about them, I guess, but uh I just sort of exit out against paddock right now. But yeah, I think it's interesting. I don't think I'll end up doing it. I'm not gonna probably play quite enough to where I will, but I think it's an interesting idea.
1: Yeah, I usually only put one team on these early slates. Um so Doubt that I will do it either, but if you're playing a bunch of teams on this slate, like I would definitely have at least one Yankee stack because you're going to end up on a lot of paddock. Yep, agreed. Um, Angels Athletics, Griffin Canning, Daniel Magnan. Um, any interest here in Canning?
0: Yeah, uh, a lot. Um, this is I really believe that this guy is a good pitcher, and I think that we're getting him still at a cheap enough price where there's enough upside. Uh, there's not a lot of options on this slate. Uh, I'm not terrified by Oakland, even though they've got some bats that, you know, have some pop. I, I just think it's he's he's got to be one of the guys you consider now, especially especially if you're not playing Paddock or Paxton. I don't really know how you don't play like him. For me, it's just him and Discalfani. I'm not even like considering anybody else personally um, other than Paddock. So, yeah, he's my other guy.
1: Yeah, like if I'm playing one lineup, it's probably going to be Paddock and Canning as well. I don't care how chalky they are. I'll I'll try to work something in with my bats to make it a little different. But you know, with one lineup, I'm perfectly okay playing the two chalky pitchers. I don't care. Um, yeah. Most times, like we'll have a third or fourth option that I feel okay with. But I just don't feel okay with any of these guys. You know, the other side of this game, Daniel um, Mignan, um You know, he was a guy like e- even last year really didn't show a ton of strikeout stuff uh, facing a team that doesn't strike out very often. So. I'm just expecting a lot of contact in this game. So I don't think I can, I don't think I can take a shot on him.
0: Yeah. I think it's a great spot for like Otani probably like the top play on the slate. Like <laughs> what's his price now? Did they raise it? Um, let me just double check real quick. He was quick. like 32 yesterday. But yeah. he was 33 and now he's, he's 35. 35 yeah. yeah. He's, I mean, he like he should crush. Like you have, a, I mean, this the one thing that Otani's got struggles with. He can strike out a little bit. Um, you have a guy who doesn't have any K's in him and, Otani just absolutely mashes right-handed pitching. Um, I think that that's one of the – that's probably, like, the easiest play on the slate.
1: Yep, Listella, Trout, you know, obviously if you're looking at Otani, Calhoun, um, all those guys are in play um, here uh, against Daniel Magdon. Um Anybody on the Oakland
0: side? Uh, yeah, I think that if I'm not playing Canning, I would probably just play Chapman or Olsen and call it a day. I don't think I really want to get too crazy and stack them here, but that's just where I'm at.
1: Yep, I can certainly see that as well. Um, Last game on this little early slate here, we have Texas at Seattle, Drew Smiley, Wade LeBlanc. Um, Any interest here in Drew Smiley? No. Yeah, I don't really have any interest either. I know, like, the Seattle Bats kind of struggled on Tuesday when they weren't supposed to, and I am not (laughs) tilted at all about it. A little tilted for anybody that couldn't catch the sarcasm. So Wade LeBlanc, uh, another guy that's just not very good, Um, you know, since, you know, coming back this season, he has a 419 Woba, 305 ISO to right-handers, 395 Woba, 304 ISO to lefties. Um, Not a spot that I think we can look at Wade LeBlanc.
0: No, I mean, it's, it's like, actually, though, if there was a spot, this probably is the spot because there's really no other pitchers. Like, so that's sort of what you're looking at. And I mean, I know that, like, he sucks, but this team really doesn't like, I, I know, I like, I know they hit Gonzalez tonight. They're, they're a streaky team. They strike out a lot against lefties. Like, I don't know. It's just, I'm just trying to find some other, something or other, but I don't, I don't think I'll end up doing it. I'm just sort of mentioning it. If there was ever a time to do it, maybe I'll do it here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk bats. Um, I, I will say one thing I know you're a Dodgers fan, Dylan Floro, He's the be worst. In the triple, he should be in the. Minus. I
0: bet. Oh my god! I tweeted that like not long ago. This is he's the worst. He's the yeah, absolute he's... worst. Um,
1: bats on the Texas side. I know we don't like Texas against lefties, but man, this seems like a dream spot for a guy like Joey Gallo facing a guy that doesn't strike out very often, uh, and then like Hunter Pence, like the big power bats here.
0: For some reason, my page is a little is hiccuping. For I'm trying to figure out. Like I can't remember if LeBlanc is still like is still as he used to be. Reverse splitsy. Like
1: he's been ah. terrible this year. I you mean, know, he's just even, been terrible against everybody. Yeah, like both sides of the plate. Like nothing suggests he should be getting better. His hit distance is up. His xFIP is yeah. up. His strikeout rates down. Like yeah.
0: I'm just sort of like thinking about which because I don't think I just think you don't even care about whether like the top play is Gallo and then you figure out who else you want to use, but they're all like Mazar is too cheap and I have no problem with him against lefties. Um, I'm good with all these guys, even a whole, like a, as you know, his power numbers have gone completely away. This guy used to be able to hit lefties Logan Forsyth, but I just think if you're playing a stack, you can play anybody here, but I think that it's, I, I really don't have it like giant preferences outside of Gallo um, at number one for me. And I guess Mazar would be number two. Yeah. I like Mazzara
1: at 3,800. Um, I don't know how popular it will be either because it's a lefty lefty matchup and like, I'm perfectly okay with playing him in a lefty, lefty matchup here. So hey, it went out tonight against lefty. Yeah. Um, I know I played Marco Gonzalez. Um, <laughs> <Let me tell. laughs> the Seattle bats here against you smiley. Like, um, I, I really like the spot for guys like Tim Beckham. Um, you know Santana, the guys that have the big K rates that have a ton of power. True um, yep. Smiley still has a little bit of strikeout stuff, but he doesn't miss bats very often.
0: Yeah, totally with you, man. Um, I, I think that I'm like I think that I would. This is my number one stack. Um, I think that I'm. I would start with like I actually don't really mind anybody, but I think Beckham is an easy place to start. Uh. I think that I think Steiger being back in the lineup. I love playing Steger against lefties. I know he hasn't, didn't have quite the same power numbers last year that he did previous year, but I do think that he's you know he still can hit lefties. I don't mind playing any of these guys. I don't even know how long if they hit Smiley that he'll be around. Like I don't like to five-man stack even in general on most slates, and I don't mind playing. Like I, I think I would five-man stack this this uh, Seattle lineup, and I, it's really hard for me to prioritize. I, the only guys I'm not really that interested in are is the very bottom of the order, but. Um, I would play Jay Bruce batting seventh, assuming he's in the lineup, even against the lefty.
1: Yeah, it stinks. Like the guy that I would love here is Ryan Healy, but obviously like he's going to be he's out there. for a little while. Um, so that back injury, you never, you never like, read reports like worse than expected. Um, those are mm-hmm. not what you like to see just in general. So um, yeah, that, that kind of wraps it up here for the early slate. Um, let's move on to the main slate. We start with Detroit at Baltimore, Ryan Carpenter against John Means, nine and a half total. Uh, means is a one hundred and thirty favorite year. Do you have any interest in Ryan Carpenter? No, I don't either. I have some interest in
0: the bats against him. Um, what are we doing here with John means? So <laughs> uh, I don't think we're playing him, but I like it's You know, I'm kind of interested to see what if this guy's actually not too bad. He's had some tough matchups for his early in his career. And he's gotten out of them, like, re, you know, his numbers aren't going to tell you what, I mean, these are tough matchups. So I'm not going to play him. I, I don't, it's not really probably worth talking about. I think these are good stack spots, especially because both bullpens are just awful. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm going to play him. I'm just curious to see if maybe he's better. I think he's the best. He could be the second best pitcher on their team.
1: Yeah. Um, don't I don't know what that have, means. <laughs> I, had, I had a little interest. Um in this spot, but there's just a guy in this price range. I'll, I'll say it Pablo Lopez against Miami or against San Francisco in Miami is probably where I'm going to lean in this price range. And we'll talk mm-hmm. about him when we get there. But I, I do think John means is an interesting contrarian tournament play off of him. Um, so, you know, just throwing that out there. Let's talk bats here. We'll start with Detroit. Um, you know, obviously we're starting with the guys like Castellanos, uh, Rodriguez, Dixon, Cabrera. Uh,
0: what else stands out to you? Yeah, that's uh, pretty much pretty much it. Uh, I, I, it's uh, Castellanos Rodriguez uh, as the top two for me. Uh, not really, probably looking at going crazy on this against means here. I mean, I'd like the idea of stacking this game, but I don't really like when I look at it. I don't really like want to play too many tigers at once. So probably I'll probably I'll probably just play a couple of them. Maybe I'll make like a two two man stacks at this game. I just don't really love the actual bats in the lineup. It's kind of an unfortunate because. I like the spot. I like this, you know. I like. To, I, I want to pick on this bullpen too, but I, I don't think I'm all that excited.
1: Yep. Um. Let's see here. You know, looking at the other side, the Baltimore side of things. The guy that I just continue to play against lefties is Nunez. I love yeah. him in this spot. Um, Alberto Mancini. Like this is a really, really good three man, and you can put VR in there with a four man, right?
0: Yeah. Or uh, I would go back to my boy. I know the numbers because he's only had a few at bats, but. Keon Broxton, man, he's uh, he's uh he's been good to me in the past, so I'm a little sucker for him. If he's batting sixth and he's cheap, which he is, uh, I don't mind including him in that stack. I know that the, the last the last 53 at-bats that will pop up on your plate IQ will, won't give you a true history of what he, you know, he's always been, I think his career ISO, at least it used to be around a little over 220 against lefties, probably not quite as good anymore. Um, I don't know, I think that he's a, he's an interesting guy to throw in the stack as a cheap option.
1: Nunez is going to have ridiculously low ownership priced at 5k with cores on this slate. Um, for what it's worth, like he's just gonna be, yeah, like Freddie Freeman against Sanchez, like right above him in that game. Or I guess it's not Sanchez, it's um Cabrera. We'll talk about that in a second. I guess that's our next game. So, um, yeah, let's move on to that one. St. Louis at Philadelphia. Um, it's going to be Guinness Cabrera against Aaron Nola. Um, Cabrera has been terrible in Triple A. This is just a we need you to go get innings, type of thing, uh, to give our guys a day off, type of thing. Because I don't see any other reason why they called him up.
0: Yeah, this doesn't seem like the right team uh, you want to do that with, exactly either. Um, yeah, this is this is this is my time. Do we have a? Uh, we don't have a, a, a total on this, do we? Yeah, it's ten and a half. Jeez. Well, like, it's going to be hard to keep me off of Philly. <laughs> Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, this guy, like, what are you going to do? Like, and, and they're patient, too. This team, that's the one thing that gets me with this team is that I just feel like their offense is coming nowhere near to what they're going to actually be able to do once they put it together because they're not hitting the ball as well, but they are extremely patient. They make you, they work every count. Like, they have the most pitches, I think, per a plate appearance, I think, of any team. At least they did as of last week. Um, I'm not sure if that's still accurate, but it's definitely up there still. uh This is a great spot. Like, just absolutely load up. um What is the weather there? I'm guessing it's. Great hitting weather should be right now. Eight mid eighties, yeah. Oh geez, yeah. This is a great spot. Let's just uh, load up on it.
1: Yeah, Genesis, man. Like, I, you know, just looking at his minor league stats this season, like he has a home run issue in the minors this season, and his WHIP is one point five six. Like he has strikeout stuff, I, and I want to I want to point that out really quick. He does have some strikeout ability, and maybe down the road, um, he's a guy that can project maybe as a bullpen arm or you know maybe a back end starter, but Everything I've read on this guy, flyball pitcher, home run issue, command issue, walks a lot of guys like um uh, Genesis Cabrera is just not going to be the guy for me today. Um Aaron Nola on the other side, they do have a lot of righties in this lineup. Do we have interest in Nola or are we just loading up on the St. Louis side again?
0: I don't think I'm loading up on the St. Louis side against Nola, but I don't think that I'm playing Nola. And you know, we shouldn't know, like we don't know, but there looks like there could be some weather potential to look out for but obviously this is really really early but just to keep an eye out for it
1: yep roth is gonna be busy again there's of <laughs> weather again um <laughs> st louis bats uh what are we looking at here for the cardinals
0: i think that if it's anybody for me i'd go back to carpenter I actually hit the ball pretty well tonight even though he didn't have a ton to show for it at least as of when i stopped looking i don't know what he did after that um uh, i don't mind him or fowler I would just be interested in the lefties. I don't really think on this slate. I, I even with the high total, the good weather, hitting weather, and everything, I don't think I want to stack against Nola.
1: Yeah, it'd be Fowler, Carpenter, Ozuna would be the guys that I'd be looking at. I think the most here. Uh, he still he still has pretty pretty real like really good numbers against righties. So I, I just I can't do it. Um, as far as the Philadelphia side of things, all of them.
0: Yeah, absolutely everyone. It's 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 an impossible like it's all you can do is try to rank them but it's really hard to do cuz they all are completely in play and it's it's 1 through 8 if you're playing what I'll do is I'll have sets of lineups that have at least a few different combinations of it cuz there are other games that I like but I think this is my favorite spot so I'm going to have everyone but I I really like uh I really like 1 through 6 particularly but I don't mind if you want to include Kingery and and Franco especially uh but uh, yeah, I love the one through six
1: here. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think. My, I think honestly, I think my favorite one is Gene Segura. Low strikeout rate. He's been hitting the ball hard this season against left-handed pitching. He's yet to hit an infield fly. Like he's a guy that I really like in the spot. So um, mm-hmm. I, it's just it's it's a young guy making his first start, and you know he is like I think he's like sixteenth or seventeenth in the organization. But I just I personally don't think he's ready yet. So I'm gonna i going to go ahead and pass out uh, our pass on him, and we're going to move on. Toronto at Tampa, seven and a half total. Trent Thornton, Blake Snell, Snell a 250 favorite. Uh, any interest here in Thornton?
0: Um, kind of want to get back at my Tampa for st- stacking them tonight. I really liked them tonight, and then it, uh, they it didn't help me out. But uh, I'm trying to see what's Thornton's price again? Let me double check it here. This actually is it does matter. Do you have his previous price called up by any chance? Yeah, eight K. I have some interest. Um, it's it's a lineup that does like worry me, but I also you know there's enough K's in it. This he's got enough K upside. I've been saying like I know he hasn't had the same since when he's starting that he did used to out of the bullpen. Like I think he's a better pitcher than people think he is. Um, I have some I have some interest at eight K. I want to see where the ownership ends up and where who the umpire is. But I could see this going very poorly for him, but I could also see him, you know, cruising through six and striking at eight. So I, I don't have no problem playing in tournaments.
1: Yeah, I don't – it's just like one of those things. I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um, I, I actually kind of like the Tampa Bats again. Um, they're – man, they're, I just, there's a lot of power in this Tampa lineup, and it's like sneaky mm-hmm. power. It's not like a lot of people realize just how good this lineup is this season. So – and they – you know, yeah, they have some guys that strike out towards the bottom of the order, but every team does. So, um, I have I have slight interest in Thornton because I'm with you. I do think he has some strikeout upside. But um, you know, the other side of this game, Blake Snell, like he's on, he's the SP one today, right?
0: Like he's the guy you're paying up for. I think he is. I do want to point out that I think that this Blue Jays team is getting a little bit better. <laughs> um, but I always I keep saying that, and and they have been. They've been getting a little bit better. But I. Yeah, I think that, I think if you are paying up, you can you go ahead and pay up for him. I, I I'm really on the train of like trying not to pay up for pitching in tournaments almost at all anymore. It's it. I actually found like I think it actually cost me money tonight, like because I think I ended up trying to not play too much of uh. I, I just there's so there's so many of these times we keep seeing these mid mid ling pitchers have bigger games than the top guys and it just seems like what are we doing by trying to jam these guys in unless it's really really that prime of a spot now you could argue that this is um so I definitely will have exposure to Snell don't get me wrong but I'm really trying not to pay up for pitching and these other guys in this lower mid-tier I feel like actually have the upside where they could at least be in the same range as them um yeah I think I'm going to try to avoid it
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to play Snell in cash. I don't know how much I'll play him in tournaments, but I I definitely think like I'm going to click his name in cash and kind of build around it because like this Toronto Blue Jays team, they are getting better, but they're getting better against righties. They're still struggling pretty big uh, against lefties. So, you know, you look at it, they're 28th in Woba. Uh, They're 20, 27th in WRC+. Those are the two numbers that I like to look at for pitching against that team and then they just strike out a lot there's a lot of strikeouts in this lineup uh small size sample size on some of them because they just got called up but like even biggio being a lefty lefty like blake snell is death the lefty so good luck with that young young kid um so yeah it's just a spot that like i'm not playing any blue jays bats i'm gonna play snell and I, I completely get i'm with you in tournaments i like to pay down as well but it's a little bit tougher to pay down on this slate because i don't really love anybody that's below mm-hmm. him so I would rather play like a Blake Snell, Pablo Lopez and, 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 you know, build around that.
0: Yeah. Um It definitely makes sense to me. I totally agree. I just don't think that's what, the way I'm going to try and do it personally. I especially think that the ownership's going to be up there and, you know, then you're asking basically for 10 K's from, it's, it's very doable. It's just asking for a lot just to get there. Like that's, oh, that's, yeah. all, that's all my point is. But, but I do think that uh I, you know, look, he's, obviously the best play on this. If I was playing cash, he would be the first guy I would, you know, obviously the obvious pitcher you plug in.
1: Uh, What are we looking at here as far as Toronto bats? Is there anything that you want to play?
0: Uh, Vlad, I I still think that he's, I don't care. I don't, I love taking shots against some of these guys who we won't want to play anybody against. He's 3,400. It's too good of a position. Probably it's going to be on a very minimal number of my lineups, but I will take some shots. I always do against the top pitchers. These guys are just minuscule and, this guy can hit anybody. I, I truly am just going to bet on the player. I, I will continue playing Vlad through to 5k. That's it.
1: Uh, Tampa Bay bats, you know, Austin Meadows is super hot. You know, if you want to play him, he's just crushing everything. Um, I don't mind the top five, six guys here.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'm going st- to definitely don't think I'm going to stack it. Although that bullpen is pretty awful. Um, I think that for me, it's going to be, uh, yeah, I guess that Meadows, Lau, um, I don't mind as one-offs. I don't think I'm going to end up playing anybody, though, realistically.
1: Yeah, I don't think I'd stack them here, but if I end up on a price range where I'm looking at any of those guys, like those are the guys that stand out to me as far as Tampa goes. Yeah. Um, move, moving on. Giants at Miami. Madison Bumgarner, Pablo Lopez, seven total, lowest total on the slate. is um, a very slight favorite at one fourteen. Yes, Madison Bumgarner is a very slight favorite against Miami in Miami. Um, any interest here in Bumgarner? No. Like I have
0: <laughs> I, I, slight interest. I know I'm supposed to. I know I'm supposed to. I think that's the obvious play to everybody, right? Like that's what you do. It's yeah, like
1: fair. I have I have slight interest, Bobby, but like. Where where's his upside? Like, he just doesn't he's not the dominating pitcher that he once was, and he struggled a little bit with home runs this season, but like you know, even if we look at this lineup, like there's not a lot of guys in this lineup that's gonna take him deep either. Like they well, they just say, man. I listen, Miami is not like this. (laughs) Awful Triple A team, but they do hit the ball a ton on the ground, and like that worries me against a guy like Bumgarner.
0: No, I mean yes, and I think that he actually makes a lot of sense, like like as a play for sure. Like the price I hate for Bumgarner, I I agree. Where's the upside? That's why I don't want to do it. Also. I also think Miami's pesky. I, don't also, I also don't mind taking shots though with any of these cheap guys against them. Um, we got Garrett Cooper heating up over here and Brian Anderson. The prices are going up a little bit because they actually have been hitting the ball. They obviously scored 11 runs uh, yesterday. Um, depending on who's in the lineup, I'll have to wait and see, but I don't mind taking a, 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 a bat or two here against Bumgarner because there are still are a lot of cheap ones and Castro still is costs nothing, right? I think he's still nothing at second base um yeah 2500 i have no problem with that
1: uh any interest in pablo lopez
0: yes um i agree with you i would agree that he's like the the guy that did the spend down that makes the most sense i think there's the most upside if you can tell me when he's gonna pitch well like i will appreciate it so the fact that you mentioned him makes me makes me really into it because i can't seem to get him exactly right but i do I do like him a lot. Those those two starts against the Mets that were just complete opposites were hilarious. And it just, it's so weird. I I look at it over and over again, all these game logs, and every time they have back-to-back, it's one or the other. They get shelled and they just dominate the other time. Um, I mean, it's hilarious to watch a guy, I don't know, have that drastic of a different game log there. But, uh, yeah, love him, love the upside. Uh, San Francisco is obviously a putrid offense. Uh, I actually think that, like, it almost feels safe to me, which makes me uncomfortable. Because I don't trust this L- Lopez. I don't understand wh- why. I don't, I can't figure out the rhyme or maybe you have a better feel for it than I do.
1: Yeah, like uh, I think he's going to be better against uh, right handed heavy teams. And like his hit distance against lefties, though, is only 133.1. Like he's he just generates a lot of, um, you know, bad hits. And that's just being a good pitcher. He's it's using a sinker, fastball, change up, curveball. Like he's a four pitch guy and i just he's young man we got to remember like a lot of the marlins players are young i think he's like 22 23 24 in that range like he's super young so it's just one of those things when we're looking at his era it's 5.4 but when we look at his xfip and sierra it's almost two runs lower than that like he's running a little unlucky so like obviously that hurts uh when you're looking at just game logs so I think this is a great spot for him. Um, You know, you worry about Brandon Belt, but they just don't have a ton of power outside of Brandon Belt. Like, you know, even Longoria has been decent power-wise this season. He's been hitting the ball, you know, with a pretty high ISO. But Lopez is good against righties. I'm not too worried about that. So I think it's a good spot for Pablo Lopez. I don't think there's anything safe about any pitcher under 7K, under 8K today, but I I do think he's a guy that I'm certainly going to be looking at. Like I said, I'm I'm considering playing him in cash games today.
0: Yeah, I I like him a lot. I, I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, definitely made some good points. I think I do think he's one of the top guys. I just can't explain exactly why. For me, it's more of a a price versus upside versus like the funny part is you could look at it, he has whatever ERA on the season, but if you just look at like the game log that will make you tell you that he's a great tournament play anytime because the guy could put up thirty or twenty five plus, and he's done it three out of his last six. That's good enough for me, um, especially at six thousand six hundred
1: yeah, it's just the price point. ridiculous in Miami against San Francisco. like I- I'll play anybody usually at this price. Like I kind of hope he does the same thing Trevor Richards did yesterday. So mm-hmm. um, as far as the Giants bats, I don't mind brandon belt, but outside of that, I'm not gonna get excited about playing any of these guys.
0: yeah, I agree. belt only for me also
1: uh, as far as the Miami bats go, like I don't mind maybe looking at a cheap batter, too, like you were talking about. like if you end up in that price range or you need, of value uh you know cores on the slate so you might need a cheap batter too um i don't mind looking at some of the marlins
0: yeah i mean just K- castro just like a 2500 batting cleanup like if it was a random rookie that had literally the exact same numbers he did in like the minor league we probably would still consider him like it just seems kind of silly that we don't um he's not as bad as he's been and even as bad as he's been you still like maybe not this year but like if you look at it over the last couple seasons um still think it makes sense at the price point and uh anderson cooper a little bit hot but i don't know I'm, I'm willing to take this take a shot on that what if this guy cooper actually has some power by the way i heard he does somebody said that he was hitting balls out of i can't remember what stadium it was maybe it was dodger stadium last year or something um i heard some, some, some people were saying there was something about him having just massive power that i didn't know about <laughs> um but anyway uh yeah i think that it was some interesting one-offs that are cheap that's basically all you're looking for
1: yeah Cooper like I don't think he's bad like I think that a lot of these guys aren't ready but like his raw power he's a top 20 prospect in this organization his raw power is really good he's you know a guy that you know definitely needs some work but you know they're perfectly okay with letting these guys kind of work it out in the minors this season or in the in the majors so like He's been around for a while. Um, if we remember, like he's not this young guy; he's like twenty eight yeah. years old. So, um, and like his first couple years in the minors, like his ISO numbers were really good. And I think I don't know if he got hurt or something, but kind of really fell off. And like he went from the Brewers to the Yankees to the Marlins; like he, he had a little bit of travel in there too. So I don't mind, you know, Cooper in general. Um, and now that you can play him in the outfield, it makes it a lot easier. So, um, Washington at Atlanta. Uh, Anibal Sanchez, Kevin Gaussman, Sanchez coming off of the IL here, making a start. We don't have a line, but he is expected to start here. Uh, It was a hamstring injury. Um, I think it was a lot of ego issues. Um, Any interest (laughs) here, Anibal Sanchez?
0: Uh, No. This is going to be a very, 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 very high-scoring game, I think, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of those games on this
0: slate. yeah. Look, I mean, the weather out—what is going on across the country? I—I'm freezing here in California at times, and then next thing I know, it's like 95 degrees and all over the East Coast and stuff. Like, I just don't get it. Two weeks ago, it was the opposite. Yeah, anyway, right, guys, sorry. It, it's
1: no—I was just saying—it's hot in Florida no matter what, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin Gaussman, any interest here against Washington?
0: I'd like to take a tournament shot on them, but I don't think I'm gonna. Um, it's—it's a—it's just. It's a tough team. It's a better hitting team that actually hasn't been healthy most of the season. I like the price point. Um, man, that ball should be flying there, though. It's going to be a little bit tricky. This is not a fun matchup, pitching in that kind of weather. It's going to be really hot. Like, I'm curious to see who the umpire is. Like, maybe that'll give me an edge to take some shots in them in tournaments. I think that's that's you just put him as like a guy who you definitely I definitely have interest in in, in, in tournaments. But if he ends up with like somehow end up being somewhat popular because I could see how it could happen a little bit. I think I would probably go the other way and even look at the bats from uh, Washington.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know what I want to do with Gausman. I, I think he's kind of like a fringe play, uh, but on the Washington bat side of things like, you know, Rendon and, you know, Soto are definitely interesting, but you're not getting a discount on any of these guys anymore. Like they're just so expensive. Like Anthony Rendon's 5,400 one Soto's 5,000. Howie Kendrick's forty nine hundred. Trey Turner, probably the guy that stands out to me the most at forty four hundred. Like that's a really solid price tag for him.
0: Yeah, I'm happy with that price tag. I don't mind it. Um, uh, Matt Adams, assuming he's in the lineup, you know, if you want to, if you want to go there, it doesn't feel great, obviously, to use that first base position on a guy that might not get more than two at bats. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I I think this is going to be a good hitting environment. I just. For me, I just, I, I probably on this, like, a, you know, unless it was a really small set, I'm just going to focus on the main bats, and then it's going to be Rendon, Soto, and Turner for me. And I, I don't mind paying too much. I think Rendon is the most underrated hitter in baseball, and I think, you know, it's just, it's bizarre that we don't talk about him more than we do. He and Bregman are like, we used to be Bregman, now we do, but like, Rendon is just so underrated.
1: Uh, Annibal Sanchez on the other side here, 420 Woba, 324 ISO against lefties. Um, generates uh very little, <laughs> very little um hard contact though. Like, you know, it's a t- 12% hard to soft contact ratio. The other thing about Annibal Sanchez, when we look at him against righties, 307 Woba, 109 ISO, but lower strikeout rate. Um, and the thing that really stands out to me is a 45.5% fly ball rate against righties this season in a, in a, on a ballpark day where it's going to be in the, you know, nineties, uh, that might not work out for him. What are we looking at here on the Atlanta bets?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, the usual suspects. I think Freeman's one of the top plays in the slate. Uh, Acuna, I love at the top. Uh, those are my two favorite bets, but I really like everyone all the way through the whole lineup. I have no problem stacking the entire uh, five man here. Uh, I would probably go with a four or five man if I was going to this, this team. And I think I will be, um, this is my third favorite stack on the slate, and I think that it's uh, it's Freeman, Acuna, and then it's who you you know want to pick. I think Josh Donaldson actually uh, is a good spot too. I just the third base position is just so you know always loaded. Although I don't think it's quite as strong today, um, but yeah, I, I, I like everybody in the lineup. But I'm mostly prioritizing Freeman and Acuna.
1: And don't forget about Markakis. Oh, don't forget oh about
0: Markakis. Yeah. But look at all the bats. How do I play them? Like I'm gonna have to play him over. Over Austin Riley, which I guess I could do, but I'd rather play Austin Riley.
1: Yeah, me too. I just, like, I you, you have to mention him. Uh, Danzy yeah. Swanson, another guy you got to mention. So. Swanson's price is higher than Trey Turner's. Like, even if I'm stacking Atlanta, give me Trey Turner. <laughs> um, Kansas City at Chicago. Glenn Sparkman against Renardo Lopez. Um, any interest here in Sparkman? <laughs>
0: um, no, I don't even know who this guy is. You don't know who Glenn Sparkman is? I have no idea who he is. What am I missing?
1: Uh, He's just, he's a relief pitcher that, you know, came out of the bullpen and threw like 40 or, I guess he threw like 68 pitches um, out of the bullpen against the Yankees last time out. um, I missed baseball
0: for like five days, like from Thursday on, and I feel like I missed the whole world of things. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Long reliever. Like he's just a bullpen guy. Um, So I would guess that he's probably going to throw like 60 to 70 pitches if he's not getting rocked here, and they're just going to kind of use a bullpen game.
0: Yeah, that sounds okay.
1: Which is not good for them because they just had a, a, a suspended game where they had to use the bullpen um, yesterday. So, mm-hmm. um, might be a really interesting spot for the White Sox. Um, what are we doing here with Renardo Lopez against Kansas City?
0: Uh, obviously, like, well, I need to look more into the Sparkman thing before because I, for some reason, I had a different, different. I actually didn't have a starter. I had a question mark. Um, okay, so, but with the, uh, I don't think we're playing lopez but i'm interested in like at some point i probably do like want to take a shot with him maybe today is actually not a bad idea like i just have enough of this price everywhere on the street um he's i think i would take a shot. i actually do i think i would take a shot with him here i know kc can actually be they're, they're pretty good but i don't i mean he's 5900 his talent level is high enough to where he can I think he could cruise through six in a game like this. I think he's had really, 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 really bad matchups. Um,
1: I don't know. I don't mind
0: taking a shot at him here. I need to look a little bit more into some of the pitch profile stuff. I haven't done none of that yet.
1: Yeah, like my my, my thing here is like the team profile is really well against him. And like, you know, he throws a ton of fastballs. And this team's okay against fastballs, but once you start digging into, like, their numbers um, against, like, sliders and stuff, like, you know, maybe Lopez is a guy you look at. But he just – he's been so bad this year. And, like, this team's a lot better than we want to give them credit for sometimes. And both mm-hmm. of these bullpens are kind of taxed. Like, I just – He's on my list. I'll, I'll be honest. He's on my list, but I don't think I'll end up playing him today. Um, I actually like some of the Kansas City bats on the other side. What are we looking at here on the Royals?
0: By the way, I think he has the highest game. Of, I think he has the biggest game of this year of, of any pitcher. <laughs> like, he's 5,900. Um, just from a pure taking a shot standpoint, that should prove upside. Like You know what I mean? So I'm willing to take a shot. I actually think that he's going to end up being more interesting to me than I'm – I think I'm going to end up playing a lot of them, actually. Um, these matchups he's had have been just absolute nightmares outside of Detroit. Um, And I guess one against Cleveland was an easy one. All right. Sorry. I'm still going through it. I think that against him, if you're going to look for bats, they're definitely like everybody's in play because also their bullpen sucks behind him. But I think that mostly I'm siding with on this slate, just not playing, uh, not playing any KC bats and probably going to end up playing a lot of Lopez. Uh, I have to look a little further into it. Obviously these first looks can sometimes be tough, but I think that that's definitely a place I'm going to go.
1: Yeah, I don't mind uh, looking at some of these bats: Lopez, Mondesi, Gordon, Dozier, uh, Solaire. Maryfield is that guy that like I never typically end up on because he's always like super expensive. It's just really tough to make it work. So, um, uh, you know, you're paying up for Kansas City today. You're not really getting any of these guys cheap. So, like, you know, they're they're a stack that like if you're gonna stack them, you gotta commit to them because they're expensive. So.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I could do it personally on this plate, but I totally get
1: it. Uh, the other side of this game, like the White Sox bats are a little interesting to me here. Like I, the bullpen for uh, Kansas City is not great. Uh, some of the arms in there are definitely guys we like to pick on. And, you know, Sparkman's numbers have not been great. He has been pitching better lately, but like just not enough for me to like get excited. Um, his swinging strike rate on the season is 8%. His strikeout rate is 15.9%, 4.78 XFIP. Uh his hit distance is really high against lefties. He gives up a lot of hard contact and a lot of fly balls. And, you know, obviously, Moncada and Alonzo stand out to me when I'm looking at those numbers. Uh, Alonzo, still a 186 BABIP on the year. He's going to start running pure eventually. Um, and Jimenez, like, you know, I, I don't mind looking at, like, the top four, five, six guys here for Chicago. Love
0: love, love any of them. I don't think I'm – I don't like stacking the White Sox as much because they just never walk. Like, it feels like they can never turn the order over. They have to, hit, like – you know, four solo home runs or something. But having said that, that's great. They have a lot of guys who have power. So I especially like one through four. You got Alonzo Cheap. That's sort of where I'll be probably uh, limiting most of my exposure. I don't think I'm going to stack. I don't really like stacking bullpen games in general. And like I said, I don't like stacking teams that don't walk at all. So that's sort of why I'm staying a little bit away from stacking them. But I love uh, Moncada and Jimenez would be my two favorites.
1: Yep. Uh, I could see this game like – just going bonkers. So, um, what's the weather? I didn't even look at the weather. It's no, the weather is like fifty-eight. Like it's going to oh. be
0: kind of chilly. So good. Okay. like it Lopez even more. We don't have a. Do we have a total on that
1: one? No total. No. Oh.
0: Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, White Sox and Astros nine and a half total. Kyle Hendricks, Wade Miley, Pickham game. Any interest here in Hendricks? Uh. No. Listen, I have a little interest depending on the lineup. Like, if the lineup comes out like it did on... today When they yeah,
0: scored 57 runs.
1: <laughs> yeah, like... oh No, that was... Uh, Hendrick pitched for that? And he
0: pitches. No, 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 no. I meant the Astros lineup today. It came out looking bizarre, and then they just they scored a million runs anyway.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like... Yeah, it's just... I know it's just... that it was such a weird lineup, and Bregman had two home runs, um, which makes a ton of sense off John Lester. It's just... The lineup is so weird, but like, I, Kyle Hendricks is a guy that's not terrible on this slate. Like, I don't mind a not terrible pitcher. So, I wish he was a little bit cheaper, but I think he's not a terrible play. It's just, I don't know if I end up on him. You know, he does have elite ground ball stuff against righties. Uh, depends what the lineup looks like, really. Um, the other side of this game, any interest in Wade Miley?
0: I don't have any interest in either of the pitchers um, in this game, but. I'm not you know not excited like about the bats exactly either
1: <laughs> i like wade miley man I, i'm just gonna keep really? playing him yeah like i didn't play him against boston last time i broke my rule of just like wade miley is a reinvented guy and he went out and dominated the red sox and obviously that made zero sense because he got beat up by the red sox to start before that but you know assuming that well, I guess, like, it obviously matters if Chris Bryant's back in there uh, because he is one of the guys that doesn't strike out a lot and walks a lot. But, like, Baez and Contreras and Bryant are really the only guys that hit left-handed pitching in this lineup. Uh, Wade Miley, very good against lefties. So, like, if Schwarber, Rizzo, Hayward are all in there, like, it's just a bump to Miley. The cutter generates a ton of ground balls. Like, his price tag is interesting. I don't love a lot of guys in this price range. So, I have slight interest in Miley here. Um but like, if I'm not playing Miley, like I'm looking at Baez and Contreras and, and Bryant, um, on the other side of this game.
0: Yeah, completely. Uh, same, you know. I get same. But as far as the other guys, I guess I really maybe should think a little bit more about Miley. Um, but I don't think I'm gonna end up. I just don't have him on my early list anyway. But, uh, yeah, I think that it would go Baez, uh, Bryant, Rizzo for me in that order. Actually, probably Bryant, Rizzo, uh, so I, as Baez rizzo bryant but that's because i like third base and i actually play him in outfield anyway i don't know somewhere in that range but i, I think that it, mostly it's going to be bias for me of uh if anybody but i'm not too i'm not too excited about this one
1: uh the houston bats here anything standing out to
0: you I mean, you still got the really cheap possible option of mayfield um you could use them at short if you play him in Castro. They're really cheap and stack bats elsewhere. That's sort of the argument for why you can pay for pitching these days. We get these minimum bats. But then you're playing 20% guys who uh, don't really have any power. And it's a little bit, you know, but there is still upside in that Houston offense. Just you get it. I mean, he had plenty of chances today. He just didn't do anything really. Um, at least not, well, not while I was looking. Yeah, I mean, that that's... Again, I'm not really that interested in this game, so that's sort of the only ones I'm looking at. But obviously, you can always play anyone or stack Houston.
1: Yeah, I I, I hope Derek Fisher gets a nice lineup spot today. Um, he's interesting. He's been hitting the ball really well in Triple A, and like he has something to play for right now. Like if he can continue to play outplay Tony Kemp when Springer gets back, like maybe mm-hmm. Kemp's the guy that they send back. So I like guys like that. Like even Je- even Josh Reddick. Like he's hitting the ball. He's not hitting him for a ton of power this season. But, like, he's just hitting it where they're not. Like, he's re- redeveloped himself this season. So, he's 3,600. Um, those guys kind of stand out to me. And then, like you said, you know, obviously, the cheap Mayfield um, is is slightly interesting here as well. So, yeah. All right. Course field. Um, Arizona at Colorado. Robbie Ray. Jeff Hoffman, 11 and a half total here. Ray is a slight favorite at 124. Any interest here in Robbie Ray?
0: Yeah. Um... You know, I'm actually probably going to take some shots to be honest with you on Robbie Ray. I don't hate it. Yeah, you got the. I mean, you got the Rockies who can strike out a lot against the lefty against lefties. Um, You've got at least enough guys who can. Um, I think it's, a, it's. I think it's actually an interesting spot. The thing is, these guys know each other really well. They play obviously play each other all the time. Um, not a great spot where I usually love to attack expensive pitchers, but we're getting a huge discount on Ray, so I think it's worth the gambling here and playing him.
1: Yeah, he pitched in Colorado earlier this season, and there was like uh, an error committed that made him go deeper in an inning. And I think he would have pitched deeper into that game, uh, ran up his pitch count a little bit. And I think he had like one earned run. I think they scored like six or seven runs, um, or five. I guess it would be five because it couldn't be more than five. But, um, but yeah, like Robbie Ray is actually like eighty two hundred. He's a really interesting tournament play here. Yeah, Arenado, Desmond, Story, Reynolds, all hit left handed pitching, but. There's a lot of strikeouts in this lineup, like you were talking about as well. So, like even Story, thirty percent K rate, and we know Robbie Ray has the strikeout stuff against righties, not just lefties. So, I'm ser- seriously considering him as well. He's on my early list to kind of, um, you know, see where I'm at lineup construction wise. I do not have any interest in Jeff Hoffman on the other side of this game, though. <laughs> no.
0: Is there? Could there be a worse play? Like, is there anybody worse in any worse situation? I just no way, no way ever.
1: Hey, I played Jeff Hoffman in his last start against Baltimore because I read a bunch of stuff about how his arm looked live in Triple A, and he looked really good. And yeah, it did not work out. Baltimore <laughs> rocked him. Um, so probably dominates Arizona here. But let's talk Arizona bats. Um,
0: Can he dominate though? Does he strike out anybody? Like he he, he has
1: God, this guy is such a high prospect. Um, but Where's, yeah, he just when was that though? 2015, 16.
0: Uh. Fourteen. like two thousand five. It feels like it's been that long for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Arizona bats. What are we looking at here on the Diamondbacks?
0: Um, everybody. Uh, I I I just I love everyone, and they're they're so expensive. Like you see what happens. Like tonight. Um, I think they'll get more traction tomorrow. This is not quite as big a slate, but you know the, the ownership. You know Escobar was. I think he was eight percent owned um nobody was owned really because of the pricing so it's really everybody it's kind of hard to pick out you know <laughs> other than escobar and, and walker or, or it could be crone in the lineup tomorrow um we don't know we'll see but uh at one of those you know whether crone or uh walker that would probably be the guys who I have the most interest in but other than that it's sort of like you're looking at stacking and it's hard to know exactly which ones to go with because Again, it's one through eight. that all makes sense. And I like the spot against Hoffman and the Rockies in Colorado more than I like the actual individual, you know, oh, I need to have this specific bat other than Escobar.
1: Yeah. Arizona's rolling right now too. Like a bunch of these guys are hitting the ball. Well, so, um, certainly don't mind. kind of hope Swihart sneaks in there. Um, Vargas would be another guy that I'd love to see in the lineup. Um, Colorado side of things, um, You know, obviously, like, Robbie Ray could pitch well here. Um, We talked about it. But, like, the guy – you know the guys you want to target against Ray. You want to target Arenado, Story. And Ian Desmond's cheap. He's, like, 3,900. I think he's in play in all formats.
0: Yeah, I would leave the – I would play the lefties, too. I don't think – like, Robbie Ray is not a guy who's just absolutely dominated lefties, like, all the time. You know what I mean? He's been good against them over all the last year and a half. But, like, I mean, this this team has seen him a million times. There's absolutely no but no – I have no problem with, like, I think I'd probably lean more towards a mini stack than stacking, and it would be the, the obvious guy's story in Arenado first. But I have no problem if you want to put Dahl, Desmond, T- uh, Tapia uh, as one of the other guys in there, and then Ionetta if he's catching again, which I don't think he will. Uh, I don't know what's up with Walters or why he was scratched tonight. Did you see why he was?
1: No. I was on and a then, show when it happened. Yeah.
0: And then you're going to have the – whether it's going to be Reynolds or Murphy. I have a feeling they're going to try and let Murphy get out of his little funk. He's been looking better at the plate. So it sort of depends on who's going to be in their lineup. Uh, also, it could be Brendan Rodgers. If Brendan Rodgers is in there, another guy who I'm going to keep playing. And it's funny because his price is already expensive, but I have no problem with it. Like, I, this guy's another one of the top prospects who I really, really like. So uh, it's everybody for me. But uh, I think you prioritize the obvious ones with Story and Renato. And then anybody else there is either part of a mini stack or as one offs, I think it makes sense against uh, Ray.
1: All right, um, last game on the slate. We got Noah Syndergaard, Walker Buehler, Mets, Dodgers, seven and a half total. Walker Buehler is a minus 200 against Noah Syndergaard. I think that tells us a lot about Noah Syndergaard right now. He's struggling.
0: Yeah, he's really struggling. Um, also, Buehler's been pretty – you know, Buehler's Bueller's been solid, and the Dodgers are just really a tough team to beat.
1: Um. Yeah, like, Syndergaard's had some really, like, brilliant games this year. Obviously, like, he threw that complete game um, shutout against Cincinnati and, like, just looked like old Noah Syndergaard in that game and then, like, came out the next time against San Diego and struggled, pitched well against Washington, struggled against Miami, and then struggled against Detroit. So, like, I, I just think that anybody that tells you they know what you're going to get out of Noah Syndergaard right now is just full of it because I don't think no one knows what he's going to get out of himself right now. So... Um, I've been doing a lot of research on him because he he's burned me a lot recently. And like some of his velocity on his, um, secondary pitches is down and like the numbers are up against the slider and stuff. And I think that has something to do with it, but I'm not playing him here against the Dodgers. If he goes out and dominates, he goes out and dominates. That's fine. Um, what are we doing with Walker Bueller?
0: I mean, even as a Dodger fan, I just have to acknowledge that this price. Like, I think that you probably, it's probably like, okay to take shots with him. I mean, I think you should. Probably, I think if you're playing a lot of lineups, you should have him in at least 10% of your lineups. With the way the pitching stacks out on the slate, and I know that sounds crazy. Because I'm about to talk about how I love the Dodgers, but I do think that he makes sense for tournaments. It depends on where his ownership ends up, at, actually. Because if he has any at all, not that interested. But I do think that he's an interesting tournament play. Uh, Bueller, I'm not gonna. I have Bueller. I have mild interest in, but I don't know. I'm still sort of weighing it. Um, I think I'm gonna end up paying even further down or going up to Snell and paying down or just paying all the way down in both spots and paying all the way up for all the bats I want. Uh, But I do think Bueller is interesting. He's one of the guys on my list.
1: Yeah. I think, I think it's a really solid spot for Walker Bueller. I know Conforto's back and Alonzo has been good, but you know, they're still dealing with some injuries like Carlos Gomez is in the lineup. You know, that that's a high strikeout guy. Like there's a lot of strikeouts in this lineup. And I know, like Rich Hill didn't have like his excellent uh, game that we were kind of hoping for on Tuesday, but I think this is a great spot to go back to Bueller. I think if you don't play Snell, you play Bueller because you're getting a discount. And I think the upside, and I still think Snell has more upside, but I think Bueller has enough upside to make make up for the price
0: gap. Yeah, and I actually think that Bueller does probably have the upside. Like, you know, he's 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 really good. Like, this guy's a really good pitcher. Uh, the Mets lineup, I think, is a little bit better with the other guys back. But, yeah, I think that he is – I guess he's a better play than I really was thinking about at first because I'm so locked into this paying all the way down and just playing up – paying up for any bat I want between Philly and, uh, uh, you know, the other – and uh, Colorado and Arizona side of things. But, yeah, I think I think he's definitely – I got to make sure that I circle him because I think he is probably one of the better guys to spend up for. Yeah. All right.
1: Uh, let's talk Dodgers bats. Uh, what are we looking at here? Or Mets bats, sorry. Mets bats. What are we looking at here for the Mets?
0: Um, For nobody for me. Yeah, I don't have anybody either.
1: Like, uh, Cor- Conforto hit a grand slam on Tuesday. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to pass on him. Uh, as far as the Dodgers go, it'll be interesting to see who they catch in this game. If Will Smith is catching, I can tell you guys right now I'll have him in my cash lineup. Mm-hmm. He's 2K. His price went down. He went down 100 bucks. He's mid-salary. So if he's back in the lineup, um, he has really good numbers at AAA this season. Um, But, yeah, I like the lefties here. Like, we don't really trust Syndergaard right now. And, like, Peterson, Muncy, Bellinger all give us nice, solid upside. It would be interesting to see if it's Russell Martin or Will Smith or both righties. But it would be really nice to see, like, um, you know, Will Smith out there. I think it honestly, I think it would be Russell Martin, right? Like, they'd probably Mm -hmm. start the veteran with the
0: Will walker Bueller on the hill. That would be my guess. I wouldn't, it seems kind of silly that they wouldn't do that to me, but it like, isn't it impossible that they would play him somewhere else? <laughs> like you don't know what, you know, what they're going to do with some of the other spots in their team. So it could be him instead of baby or something like you just don't really know. They might, they might mix things up a little bit, but for me, I'm not really focused in too much. I do think that if Smith plays, I would play him. Um, but I, even that, like, you know, you've got Darno really cheap also. And I don't know, just, there's there's other cheap guys too. And I I don't, I don't want to pick on Syndergaard outside of the top bats. And I really, but I do think one through five or one through six is really the top bats. Like, I think all of these guys have massive power upside against him here, but probably leave out Turner. But I think Bellinger, like, look, I, I just, I don't think people have any idea how good he is. Like, this is like, I mean, until now, like I, this is not a shock to me. I mean, I don't expect him to keep doing this all the time, but he is going to be one of the best five players in baseball for the next 15 years. And I have like zero quit. Like, question about that and i'm just going to keep playing him while he's hot too so i have i'm going to play him i'm going to play some muncie and some peterson but mostly it'll be him and Seeger for me let's
1: play the morning grind game and we'll get out of here uh using the main slate not the early slate give me a pitcher under 8k to get six or more strikeouts on this slate
0: my pen broke during the thing so i don't have my notes so i'm just going to read off the guy who i, I that first comes to mind under 8k i'm going to go with a weird one i'm going to go with my guy Lopez. Uh, R- uh Ronaldo
1: Yeah, I'm going to take Lopez as well. Um going to take, either gonna either gonna take Pablo Lopez. So, <laughs> yeah, the Lopez
0: is You said his name first, I had to give him to you.
1: Yeah, I had a couple I had a couple queued up there. Um actually um Ronaldo was one of the guys that I was considering for that one. So, um over 8k to score under 15, who's your bust up top today?
0: Uh I'm going to take uh even though I know you kind of liked him, I'm going to take uh, Kyle Hendricks.
1: That's fine. He's a guy that, like, if he gives up some hits, he doesn't really have the strikeout upside to really, like, make up for it. So, I yeah. don't hate that one. I'm going to take Aaron Nola. Um, I, I do think Nola could pitch really well here, but this total is just really throwing me off for that game. Like, that's a really high total for that game, 10.5. And I know the implied total for Philly is almost six runs, but that that's still giving St. Louis a really high t- total here. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to take Nola. Um, over four K to hit a home run outside of Coors Field. Uh, outside. oh it has to be outside
0: of Coors Field. I forgot about that. Uh, I'm gonna take Bellinger. Just go all the way up. Belly. That
1: works for me. I'm gonna take an expensive guy today too, but he's gonna be like three percent owned, and that is um Nunez uh, from Baltimore. All Bellinger's the way Going to be
0: like three percent owned too. By the way.
1: Yeah, those are some low owned um home runs there. Um, give me a guy under four K outside of Coors to get two hits today.
0: Uh, Nick Castellanos, wait, under four. Yeah, How much is he today? Sorry, I didn't double check how much he was. Oh, he's too much. Uh, sorry, Ronnie Rodriguez. All right. Oh, no, he's too expensive. I, what the hell? I didn't realize the prices on these guys jumped up so much. Panzer Alberto.
1: <laughs> he's 42.
0: Damn it, they all got raised above 4K. I didn't notice all these, these prices. So it has to be under 4K for two hits. Uh, yeah. Okay, I had this. I uh, had, would have had this. I'd had notes written. Aloy uh, Jimenez. I like that one. You bounced back with
1: a good pick there. You're fine. <laughs> I'm gonna take a guy. You know, obviously, gotta make sure he's in the lineup or not. But give me Sean Rodriguez.
0: Ah, interesting.
1: Yeah, Sean Rodriguez S Rod. S-S-Rod.
0: I love S Rod, man. He's not. He's, he's, he's not two K It was like he used to be, though.
1: I know he's still cheap enough, and he's playing shortstop. If you don't have story, you can look at him. Uh, give me a stack outside of cores to score six or more runs. Phillies, I like it. Um, let's see. You said Phillies. Um, I, my notes for Phillies say Philadelphia play all of them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You know, give me give me the Atlanta Braves. Uh, I think this is a sneaky stop, spot for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, I don't think a lot of people will be on them, but Animal Sanchez has been terrible. Uh, give me the Braves. Uh, that's going to wrap it up. Bobby, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
0: Is it the day that the Lopez boys win me all the money? I'm starting, I'm starting both Lopez's and just going to spend all the money on bats, and they're going to win me all the money tomorrow. So good luck to everyone else out there who tries the same thing.
1: <laughs> well, I hope one of the Lopez's do well. Um <laughs> That's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball. it be Grant and I um, talking about, um, I think it's actually a pretty solid slate for Thursday. So tune into that. We'll be back then. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you guys again.